NFL Survivor Pool at an entry price of 0.1 ETH. Hang tight, friends. Hang available. tight. You know the drill. Today, uh, we got Twitter. some ads. And uh, start sending out these invites. If you could, I would love it if you would uh, share the space. It's because of those socks. They're dirty. They're holy. And you've been wearing them for a year now. Look at you. Do you even have any dignity? Now look at Eddie. Eddie's full of dignity because he wears trait merch socks. Trait merch gives Eddie the confidence to walk into that board meeting knowing he's the smoothest motherfucker in the room. With two collections already released and several pairs of socks shipped all over the continental United States, Eddie is able to wear his trait merch with confidence knowing that his socks are baller as fuck and has already been completely logged on the blockchain. Be like Eddie, get your dignity back and the ability to look your wife in the eye and say, damn it, Martha, I'm not a little boy. I'm a fucking man. Be a man or an extremely elegant woman with great taste and get trait merch today. Your feet will thank you and your significant other won't be so embarrassed to take you out in public. Find them on Twitter at Trait Merch. Trait Merch, protect your feet from rugs. Did your girlfriend leave you for the overlord? Don't despair. Swipe right on lizard ladies and find yourself the perfect match. Pick one of the sexy lizards on OpenSea or DM the Lemurian matchmaker at lizard ladies to create a custom one just for you. With a flick of a wick and a little bit of ETH, you can even add a baby to your lizard mama or request a family portrait including your creep. Just because your daddy wasn't there doesn't mean you don't have to be. But choose wisely. Your lizard lady might help you make a spy bird deflect to your wallet through a giveaway, give you a baby creep, or just spend your internet magic money sitting around looking pretty. So give lizard love a chance and find your match in Lemuria. But hurry, there are only 111 lizard ladies for the baddest 1% of creeps with the thickest of wicks. Visit and follow Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. That's Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. Stay freaky, y'all. All right, man. Next up, uh, we got our intro, and then we'll jump right into it, homies. Let's go. This painting here, I bought it 10 years ago for $60,000. I could sell it today for $600. Welcome to the greatest late night DJ show on Twitter. It's all of us radio and we came to party, baby. The metaverse, crypto. Hey, what's going on, Lord? Bro, like, this is one of the best shows, like, best shows I've been on. You're a phenomenal host. No, man, Warlords, he's day one, man. Yeah, I've been a huge fan. I remember the 24-hour spaces. I remember all the spaces when the project launched. Uh, I, when I heard you were going to be here, I had to come to the bar. You know, I'll shamelessly plug Lord Lord's NFT right now. Go ahead and buy that. <laughs> it's going to sit you up here just like I am with, like, legends. I'm not fucking leaving. is absolutely right ladies and gentlemen i ain't going nowhere the ETH merge happened nothing went to zero we're still out here throwing punches dog and you know how we start off every motherfucking show do it with shout outs baby and we got that that nice shout little out lull. yeah we got that nice little lull coming on that gives you a little bit of hype bro it comes right about right right right, right here. Oh, i love that man it's just that 
gives me a chance to get a, a deep breath right before I right before I get right into a big dick titties and house. We got Brittany here, the legendary, oh so necessary. Jason Klein is in the house. Yo, gutter gangsters here, man. If you have not checked out that coffee, you absolutely need to, dog. That's why I'm so hype right now. Because I drink fucking DJ coffee. We got Mallow Man in the house. Jacob C is here. Late night crew Dave putting in that hard work so you don't have to. We got Mitch here. Letsy's here. Grant's here. Holy shit, even Lux Pleb is here, man. We got the media in the fucking house. We got Joe Bamba here. Chip ETH is here. We got Ken.eth. Welcome. Smug. What's this one here? We got here. Smug X God. We got Jacob Bailey in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All of Us Radio, man. Where we get it popping Monday through Friday, most days, most days at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's fucking go. Eddie, Britt, how the hell are you both, homies? Fucking hype. Yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, man, the mentors are getting me, bro. It gets the blood going. Hell yeah, my guy. Uh, first, uh, before we get started, just want to remind everybody to hit the bottom right corner of the space and uh, go ahead and uh, make a comment on that uh, on that post. We'll be giving out some coffee today, some Dijon coffee. So go ahead and uh, throw some hashtags, some gifts, some memes, you know. We're going to have a good interview today. Yeah, bro. Absolutely make sure that you do that. Uh, we will be giving away some DGen coffee today. Um, it's number four. Uh, Juice is going to be giving away number five today um, on his show, which I'm really excited about. I am looking for the post that I made, homie. I made a post um, about the coffee. I just got it in today. Uh, and I got to tell you, bro. Um, I got to tell you, man, it is, the hype is real, bro. The hype is absolutely real. Uh, the packaging on this is amazing, bro. I am such a huge fan of IP. You know that you've known it since last year, since I got into the game. Um, I'm just a huge fan of it. And I think that they executed this product very, very well. I, I'm not, they're not a sponsor. They have not paid me to say this. They did not buy an ad coin. Um, they just happened to say, Hey, we're down to give some away to your listeners. We'll send you a box. And I'm telling you, bro, the hype is real on these things. They are beautiful. Thank you. Whoever Eddie, thank you very much for finding that and posting it, bro. Look at the artwork on these. I mean, they went all out. Um, it's just beautiful, bro. And so uh, if you're interested in winning one of those, make sure to leave a comment, uh, interact with the space somehow, like, comment, share. Uh, we'll pick a winner. Uh, we don't have any like mathematical science or, uh, and I'm too lazy to create a wheel. Um, so it's very random the way that we do it. Uh, but make sure that you do comment, man. And we'll try to, we'll try to announce that a few times, man. Um, beautiful, bro. You guys survived the ETH merge, bro. We survived, we survived, uh, ETH 2K. How do you feel? I was a I was a kid when the 1999 rollover happened, but I I've been scared of the world ending since like a fucking kid. So that was like scariest thing ever. This was not so bad. It I, I I'm more confused than anything. It was a lot of hype, a lot of buildup. Bro, the same thing, man. I was like, do I buy ETH today? Am I buying ETH two point? What exactly? What the? What am I doing today? Do I sell an NFT? What happens if I sell an NFT? What what happens? Now, I still have no idea. And quite honestly, 
I don't think anybody really does, bro. I think everybody is sitting around waiting on the sidelines for somebody to make the first move. It's like you first. No, dog, you first. You first. You do it first. Um, I know I'm know. i scared to interact with anything right now. I'm not even touching anything. Not buying, not moving, nothing. Just just watching. Bro, and I am telling you, man, like uh, I did not wake up richer today. I can tell you that, bro. I did not wake up with double ETH this morning. Um, I did not uh, get any fork. I, I don't fully understand it. Um, and that's okay, man. I'm just here to have a good time. Speaking of good times, my friend, uh, we got ourselves a hell of a show. Uh, we got big bad Jason Klein on here, man. Uh, 14,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, what is it here? What do I have? Uh, uh 189,000 on YouTube. Jesus Christ, bro. Uh, my guy. Killing uh, the game. Bro, absolutely, man. That's funky. A big, yeah, big part funky. of the, the funks culture. Um, I have so much I want to speak to you about. Uh, Jason, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out to, to come and join in this, in this madness, bro. How are you doing today? We left him speechless. All of us radio has left Jason Klein yeah, speechless. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I, I'm happy to. I'm happy to be here. Can you guys hear me or no? Absolutely, bro. We hear you loud, loud and clear. You're good. All right, I'm. I'm in the car. I actually am in the middle. <laughs> I told you, it's like my life is just too crazy these days. I'm actually picking someone up from the airport. So if I get rugged, blame it on blame it on the bad reception in the Bay Area because. It's funny, this is like Silicon Valley and all the tech companies are here, but if you've ever been to this part of the world, there is literally no cell phone service anywhere in the entire area. It's pathetic. Insane, bro. Um, crazy, man. Well, I appreciate you taking time out to speak with us as you're on the way uh, on the way to uh, um, you know to go pick up a friend for an airport. And I guess since we, uh, we only have a little bit of uh, uh, time here, man, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's the best time to, to just get into it, man. Um, so we'll, we'll jump right into the, yeah, let's start off. Yeah, bro. Uh, I mean, uh, I want to get into the, the, uh, the, the, the controversy, all of that. Uh, I noticed that you just released a big confession video. Uh, so I want you to tell me all about that. Uh, props to you, Jason, for being an old dude in web three. You got to fucking rep the old dudes for us, man. I fucking love it. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm thankful. I know that Eddie and Britt are on the edge of the seats right now. Like, God damn it, Lord. And uh, that makes me happy. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Jason, bro, you got to tell me what, what prompted that video, homie? Yeah, I'll tell you what prompted that video. But I just am curious. Did you like find in any of your like, I guess, research or seeing around that I, I'm actually a big, I was really big into creeps. I was an original mentor. I, I convinced a group of about 15 people to buy. They each bought 10 at 0.08 each of the original uh, passes you needed to mint a lizard. Um, five of those guys were smarter than me, and they sold out when creeps were above six ETH, and they each had 10. So they, they've had a very nice uh, nice run, and they, fortunately, they were smart enough to prepare for a bear market, unlike uh, unlike me. But uh, yeah, I've always been a huge part of the creeps community. I'm not sure if you knew that, but I, I see all these creeps in here. I'm like, man, it's bringing me back to the to the creeps days. Bro, I love hearing that, man. Uh, I, I really do. Um, I'm glad that you that you saw that. If you have not, uh, yo, Laura, Laura, you're rugging a little bit. Are you on some bad Wi-Fi, boss? No, bro. Uh, let me see what we got here. 
I'm really glad to hear that. I mean, I switched to go back on Wi-Fi, which is the channel that I'm normally on. Is that better? Perfect. Um, yeah, dude, I'm happy to hear Yeah, that's better. Jason, if you haven't, bro, you should definitely check out what's going on in the ecosystem now. Uh, lots of cool stuff, man. I think it's a it's a great time to to get in. Um, and But we could talk all, about all yeah, of that. Yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah, bro. This is a yeah. perfect time. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I keep up with it a little bit. Like, I still I still own some creeps and armory and passes, and I, I built four or five uh, ID lizards. Like, I'm still, like, in there. It's just, like, I'm spread super thin right now, so it's, like, hard for me to keep up with the with the day-to-day updates, but I'm super excited for the, uh, you know, the obviously the marketing firm they brought on. Anyways, dang it, this isn't supposed to be a creep shill space. I was going to tell you, I was going to tell you about... Damn, lost him, lost him. I was going to tell you about, and then... (laughs) (laughs) So the secret to my success is... And really, that's all I have to do. Yeah, I like it. I'll like it. I'll like it. I've actually made a few videos for creeps. I think the two videos I made got like probably over 75 or a hundred thousand views across all the platforms I post them on. So I've like made, I've done some stuff for creeps. Uh, but anyways, the video that I made that's pinned to my profile, anyone that's curious, you want to go look at that. It's like an apology video that came out of a place of like, um, you know, th- that guy, Jr. uh, Jr. NFT, he, he actually, it's, it's kind of a sad story for people who's like followed him and stuff, but like, he, he was behind the at NFT account on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, and like, unfortunately, like a lot of things last year, it came out that he was responsible for like a ton of rug pulls um, and just like literally leading his followers off the cliff time and time and time again. And he made like a ton of money off of that. Um, it was really slimy. The account actually got banned on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, and then he just kind of like spun up his own new thing that is like just a slow rug in the process as well. And so I, I just personally like didn't like what the guy was doing. He, I, I made, I, you know, I had a, uh, I, I had a, an RRBAYC, which is a whole nother saga, especially these days. Uh, but, but I had one and it was of his ape. It was of his gold ape. Right. And so he was like, ah, oh, this guy is like, he copied my NFT and it's his, and it's his, you know, he's a fake guy and he's, He's trying to pump in his own, he's trying to get clout off of my ape and he's making all these videos pretending to be me, yada, yada, yada. And so like, I, I made a few responses back and threads and I'm like, look, guy, you can't copy an NFT. That's the whole point of technology. That's the whole point of this experiment. Like it's impossible to copy an NFT. That's not, you can't do that. Like go look at the blockchain. This is not a BAYC. This is an RRBAYC. Like look at the blockchain. You can easily figure it out, yada, yada. So that, that's kind of like how that interaction started. Well, then he like sent a bunch of his followers after me. And they're like saying, you know, a bunch of stuff, but like, I'm like, all right, I can do the normal thing, which is like either a ignore them or b like be combative and fight back. But I was like, let me just do something different. I was like, let me just make an, like, let me make it a confession video about just how stupid their comments were to me and like how childish and like egregious what they were saying to me was like, oh, like, haha, like we could see behind his green screen. He's filming these videos in his bedroom. And like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe someone so old is making TikTok. Like he should feel ashamed of himself. Um, and like all, like, you know, just the comments, I was like, well, how can I turn this around? So I made a quote unquote confession video and it's me addressing these comments in a very serious tone. Um, but if you watch it all the way through, it's, it's, it's some of my best work. I mean, I look, I've looked at it a million times and I think it's hilarious, but, but I'm not 45 years old either. So if you are 45, no, no hard feelings. If I looked 45 and you thought I was 45, I mean, don't tell me cause you're going to hurt my ego a little bit. Uh, but, but anyways, it was kind of just meant to be uh, a very deadpan, 
uh, deadpan humor to like just make it even sillier of like what they're saying and the tone that I did it in. It's kind of like, how do you how do you beat that? You know, like what what are you going to come out with me now? You know. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe, honestly, man, it's got me wrong. I can't believe that you would accuse influencers of leading their people into rugs. I just, I, I can't ever imagine uh, something like that happening in this space. Uh, I, I, I think that's a horrible statement to make about it. Uh, but I do love, I do love the fact that... Uh, I'm kidding, by the way. I do love uh, that you do you, you make your videos in your bedroom, man, and you um, and that you don't care and that you're out here, you're doing things, bro. Um, I really want to kind you of wanna, go ahead. I'm sorry. You want to know something crazy? Not to cut you off. Uh, you want to know something crazy? Is that like I have four million followers on TikTok, uh, 190,000 subscribers on YouTube, uh, over 50,000 subscribers on Snapchat, you know, 70,000 followers on Instagram, 14,000 followers on Twitter. I've, I've made I've made over 150 videos that have over a million views each. I have over four videos that have over 25 million views each. I've done all of that, and I've launched Crypto Marks, which is a really awesome project that I'm super passionate about. Five thousand fully on chain NFTs. We we're we're going to get into that community. for sure. I've got all of that. Well, my point is that was like a flex, of course, but like at the same time, I don't normally flex. I say all of that to say I've done literally 100% of all of that from my phone. So one day when I get there, because my goal is like, you know, I would like to, to be uh, a, you know, worldly success, like, oh, you know, millions and I have like some nice things and whatever, but I don't have that yet. I'm just a grinder and I'm a hustler. But like one day I want to be able to write a book and I want it to be like, like how to become a, like a mobile millionaire, right? From just your phone. Because I literally have only used my phone. All of my video editing, every post, everything I do is 100% on my phone, which I think a lot of people don't realize. It's literally all been built from this tiny little device in my hand. Let's fucking go. That deserves an applause, man. I respect the motherfucking hustle, dog. Uh, I do. I absolutely do, man. I love that. I love stories like that, man, where you uh, where you make something out of nothing. I'm a, I'm a big believer of coming from the mud uh, and, and building and growing, man. And that's exact. That's why I'm a fan of the of the bear market. Actually, I feel like that's where a lot of people leave. Uh, the builders kind of stay, create, develop, do, um, and then you know when it when it comes back up, when you're when you're when you're on top again, when you're the popular kid again, that's when everybody wants to come back to the house and hang out. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm fucking with you, dog. I, I love that and I. I appreciate that homie i want to talk about um i want to talk about the the crypto marks i thought that it was uh i thought it was a cool idea um i, I like what you're doing i i wasn't very familiar with it before um and i'm wondering if you can kind of give us a little bit of background and detail on that please yeah so the crypto marks um real quick the crypto marks were spawned basically out of you know i quit my job four months ago crypto marks have been around for about two months um, but right around the time that I was deciding to finally make the decision to quit my job, it was a very hard decision. I was in the process of getting promoted. Again, none of this is like the flex or brag, but it's like these decisions and like what you see on Twitter and like online, like there's a lot behind it. There are people behind it. There are lives behind it. There are lots of really hard decisions behind things that are happening to make all this stuff happen. And it was like right around the time I had quit and there's a very difficult decision for you to make. But I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, like, I got to go for it. I, I can't live my life in, in just questioning what if I, what, you know, what if I would have done that instead, you know? So I, I quit. I, I cut the job. I said, no, I don't want the promotion. Like, I'm going full into this. People still think I'm crazy. Whatever. They can go pound sand. I don't really care. I'm having fun. But like around that time, there was a meme that someone had made in the, in the CryptoFunk Discord 
of, uh, because we were talking about A16Z, like there was conversation and discourse going on in the funk discord about how A16Z has a lion's share monopoly over almost every single Web3 company in existence. And if you look at the chart uh, of all the companies they have an investment in, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's pretty wild. You don't really realize how much, uh, how much investment they have in the space. And so around that time is when Claudia, who is, who is a funk, uh, she, she posted a meme, a picture of uh, basically of a crypto funk, but with a big head. <laughs> of like an egghead. It's like, oh, like this is the mark. This is the mark funk. It's like originally what like it was going on. I almost immediately because I I knew that I wanted to have a project or like I wanted to build a community that was a little more intentional and educational. But I didn't know like what the what how I was going to do that yet. You know, I had been in the space for over a year and a half, etc. But like as soon as I saw that, I was like, man, this is hilarious. Number one, it's very memeable. It has ties into funk. It has ties into punk. There's something there. So I reached out to Claudia and I was like, hey. Uh, can you like make a few more of these? I think it's just, you made a few more. And I was like, can we make a whole collection of these? Like, this is awesome. And she's like, sure. So that was kind of the start of the art piece. And then for a few months, it was like, I was strategizing in the background. Okay. Like, how do I do this in a way that I think is cool? One of the ways that I wanted to do that, I wanted to be fully on chain. So they're hundred percent on chain. They're SVG files. Uh, it's like true to the blockchain. So that's kind of number one. Number two, I was wanted it to be fun. There's too much negativity in the space, too much drama too much FUD. I wanted it to be fun. What's more fun than building a community of people who know how to meme and are passionate about memeing and teach other people how to meme and just like fill the timeline with a, with a bunch of funny memes. So that was like number two. Number three was I wanted to make sure that I was um, providing value and opportunity for communities that I had been a part of and had been instrumental in my like up, upcoming. So like I actually, there were creeps that were, if you were a creep, you were able to mint a crypto mark for free. I like posted in the alpha channel, posted in the general channel. If you were a funk, you could mint for free. If you were uh, an R B O I C, you commit for free, uh, and a few other projects. Uh, Lonely Alien Space Club is my first project I ever minted, and you commit for free if you own one of those. So at the end of the day, like I, I spent a few months figuring out the strategy, the plan, and the execution. But and I'm talking really fast, by the way, because I'm like about to maybe lose service. So if I do, I want to get this story out at least, and you guys can talk, and then maybe I pop back in service. Um, so apologies. I don't normally talk rapid fire. I do in my TikToks, but normally on spaces, I don't talk as fast. So hopefully it's recorded. You can like slow it down or something. But I, I did all that for a few months. And then the actual Twitter account, I didn't want to build this whole like hype and FOMO train over weeks and months and have people grind for whitelist and all that. Like, again, it's kind of like, screw all of that. Like, let's have fun. Like, let's make it uh, interesting, build a community. So I started a Twitter account. And seven days later, we started minting the project. So I wanted, I put a week timer on it. From the time I started the Twitter account, we got to around 5,000, uh, 4,500 or 5,000 followers on the Twitter account. We got to 1,500 free mints. So 1,500 of the 5,000 were minted for free. The rest were minted for 0 0.02. I wanted to do something that seemed fair. They were fully on chain. Um, and yeah, we minted out in 24 hours. Uh, 24 hours after only being on, on even known to the world for seven days, which I was really proud of, especially during the peak, it was two months ago. So it was bear market, right? I think ETH was $1,200 or $1,100 what ETH was. So that's kind of the genesis of crypto marks. And now we've been doing all kinds of really cool stuff. I've had the privilege of, uh, and then we can get into it if you want, but like I've had the privilege of like interviewing the co-founder of NFTX Bowl, interviewing the co-founder of Prism Squad. I've had R Drive and R Weave, the blockchain, like one of their lead engineers on the spaces. And those are what I call crypto mark university spaces that I do those every week where it's all about educating, teaching, and having people come on that are building really cool stuff in the space. Um, and some of them are building really big, big things. Uh, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause there, open it up for questions while I uh, maybe lose service. Yeah, well, no, first, uh, 
I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Go, go, Eddie. I, I just wanted to say F- NSTX probably owes Jason Klein a check. This guy has spread the good word about those vaults and the liquidity that, and the utility that, that those vaults provide. And that, that company is kind of relatively unknown still in the, in the NFT space. And, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot to really push, push, like, I mean, Jason Klein has also added value by, you know, giving his first project uh, whitelist into the crypto market too. So it's like, you, you can give utility to projects without being a founder. And uh, that's what this uh, NFTX vault thing that he was talking about. I went and listened to it, had to replay it back on the space. Um, it was re- it was a recorded one. And uh, yeah, I think once he gets to, uh, I, I know with, with the Shark Tank, or I'm sorry, Mark Tank, it's like 10 episodes you're going to upload them. Do you plan on uploading all of these spaces that you're doing to a podcast? Yeah, I plan to have 10 episodes of Mark Tank and 10 episodes of Crypto Mark University. Um, and that way I can drop two a week for 10 weeks. So one, one, you know, I can drop two a week for 10, for 10 weeks. That's kind of the goal. But yeah, I've set up, I've been like the liquidity provider and setting up six vaults myself. Um, and I've been a part of a ton of them. And part of like, part of the strategy with the crypto mark mint is that like a portion of the mint proceeds went to funding the initial vault, um, which I think was really interesting. We seeded it. We were the number one NFTX vault for over a week. We have over 620 crypto marks in the NFTX vault. And then when the V3 funks came around, which that's my PFP now, you guys sort of donated 50,000 directly. Uh, it was a hundred, hundred percent of the mint. these, uh, that one for eleven hundred or one of the second on all of NFT. Sorry, Jason, you're cutting out right there. Um, um, and that one has eleven hundred. Hey, Jason. Okay, hey, it looked like he was cutting out right there. Um, if you guys didn't get to hear what he was saying, um, he was referring to other projects that he has also uh, put put into the vault. And um, I, I believe it was cutting up right there, but I believe he was talking about the V3s, uh, which are the PFPs that we all that uh, Britt, Jason, and myself have. And uh, that that project actually minted out in like I want to say it was like nine hours or so, and a hundred percent of the proceeds. Seven hours, to, if you care. Oh, seven hours. Yes, a hundred percent got donated to Map, um, and you guys can go look that up. That's at M A P S. Um, it's a, a mental health organization that uh, kind of like deals with psychedelics, and uh, it, it's a it's a pretty well known organization. So 100% went to them, and and yeah, um, I didn't. I don't. I know he was breaking up right there. I don't, I don't know if we still have him, but but uh, I think uh, Lord, do you have any questions? No, man. I mean, I think that he like like you said, he's uh, he's kind of broken up right now. And I do know that uh, uh, Matt Maps, you know, works a lot with uh, with with psychedelics. And, and although we're not sponsored by psych- psychedelics, we are sponsored by drugs. Uh, I would like to point out you can always go to daddy's and use promo code red to get 20 percent off of your drugs. Uh, bunch of gummies there, man. So I uh, just wanted to point that out. Um, dude, but I was wondering, Eddie, uh, you're the one that brought me and kind of got me talking there or, or learning about fun. And I'm wondering if you can tell me um, kind of about the funk culture, what it's all about, what it means. Um, if you could just elaborate on that, man, I'd, I'd, I'd love that. Because, you know, I'm a big fan of community um, and things like that. And it seems like they have a, a, a really huge community. So if you could just describe to me like the philosophy of funk, uh, I would love that. Well, just to, you know, just to begin, funkism is 
different for everybody, you know? Um, I think at the best, the best is I would say you're on the side of web three if you're, if you're a funk. And, um, uh, you know, that, that means various things, but I think the V3 project, uh, specifically really shined light on like builders and, and obviously the philanthropy and, um, just like the giving and the, and the building. And it just, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. They have source, uh, they have source code that is available for, for builders, um, for free. And, uh, you know, they just offer, they offer that type of value where, um, they were the unruggable. If you guys don't know the funk story, um, I, I know Jason could tell it better than I, but, um, I mean, really they're, they're the unruggable. And when their founders, um, left the project, they continued to stay there and keep building. They actually tracked down the founder who, uh, is the, uh, I guess he's the founder of Azuki and, uh, they tracked him down and got him to give back all this money from from the uh from the funk wallet and uh, he also had like some uh some funks in the vault yeah he gave those back too so um it was, it was a team three, it was three million it was 1.5 it was 1.5 million dollars and 500 funks to the funk project he also was the dev behind the zunks which uh, i personally have no affiliation with the zunks and nor do any funk that i know of but the zunk project uh he, we also got Zagabon to give back $1.5 million to the Zunks, which they various went and bought a 77 East Goblin with and have like wasted all their funds, have done nothing with it. But meanwhile, the Zunks, have, uh, we built an house that is able to auction off the 500 dev wallet Zunks in a fair and trustless way, fully on the blockchain, similar to the NounSAO auction. It's fully built on-chain. The front end and back end is on-chain. You can go to auction.funks uh, to see that. And then um, the other thing we built, we just launched a new liquidity provider that allows you to actually get liquidity for mid to high tier uh, ranges. So the NFT Expo allows you to sell uh, floor only. There's only one price on an NFT Expo and it's for a floor price. The, the protocol that was just built on the website that was just built, it's called funk.pro. You can go check it out. Again, super amazing. It will evaluate all the funks that are in your wallet. It'll give you a customized unique price for that. It's a discount to what the market is uh that uses Chainlink protocol um and it's basically like coming up with a valuation of your funks based on different traits and rarities based on momentum based on market movements so it's very detailed it's very it's very minute but what happens is if you have a funk that qualifies you're able to click sell and the treasury wallet of the funk buys it back because they're offering a discounted price so now the funk treasury wallet is building up funks that people are selling like uh that are rarer instead of just having a bunch of floor funks and then those get fed into the auction system that get the, those auctions happen one every three days um so far there have been about 20 auctions all of every auction has gone for ETH, one ETH or more of those funks because they're all dev funks and they've been locked they were locked in a wallet for a very long time for almost a year and again the funks community as just the community Two members of our community were instrumental in actually doing blockchain analysis for about seven months to track down the devs that scammed and rubbed the community. And it just so happened to be Zagabond, who is uh, who's like the lead of Azuki. And still, and still to this day, there are people that refuse to like like co like understand the gravity of what has happened. Um, but yeah, sorry, I just wanted to chime in about the money amount and how impactful that is. And there are over twenty. If you go to GitHub, uh, Funks have their own uh, GitHub repository. There are over twenty open source tools. The Funks have built the most reliable sales bot for Twitter that covers every single marketplace. Um, that's all open source. You can fork it. Uh, the Crypto Marks is forked off of it. The V3 Funks is forked off of it. 
the e, the negative ENS club that just got spooled up really quickly, they forked that bot. Then you also have the marketplace. They were the funks were the first to build a zero fee marketplace, royalty free marketplace. It runs very smoothly. It has a lot of cool features. Um, it's done it's done the top five volume. It's it's in the top five volume of all market NFT marketplaces ever, but no one wants to recognize it. It's done over fifty million dollars of volume just selling funk. So like here's the problem. The problem is with funk is that for the longest time people just thought funks were flip punks and they have wrote it off as some sort of scam. But the reality was the community had been together building and grinding and growing with some of the most talented devs in the entire Web3 space for months and months and months, building really cool stuff, doing tons of volume, but it never got the air out on Twitter because all of the influencers would never talk about it because they just thought that it was just some scam project. So now the like reckoning day has come where people are realizing all the stuff that Funks has done over the past year and then the V3 project has really brought a new fresh light on like how we continue to build and grow. So that's that's what I got. You got sorry, sorry, I went a little long winded. No, bro. The, the, no, great. This, yeah, dude, this is a great uh, this is a great story. When you tell the story of this dude, man, it fucking it reminds me of a like Scooby Doo, man, and they rip the mask off, and it's like it's this dude that's supposed to be all good. And it's like no, man, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky funks. Um, <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude! I I fucking I love that story, man. I love it when uh, uh, when projects take. We were recently part of. Well, we were part of a project uh, that tried to do the same thing but failed. As of yesterday, I think it got delisted uh, from OpenSea, man. So uh, farewell, Wicked Bone Club. Uh, I'll still be in the Discord, um, <clears throat> bro. That's crazy, man. And and I I mean. Uh, I'm curious to know. I, I want to go back a little bit, if you if you have the time, and I want to talk about crypto marks because uh, I feel like this episode is filled with like crypto NFT history. Um, and I know that you you named crypto marks after a dude named Mark, and I'm wondering if you could tell me a little bit about that and the reasoning behind that, uh, behind the name and everything like that, because I thought it was a very interesting story. Oh, I mean, there's no beef with me and Mark Andreessen, although, I mean, he's just a founder of, I mean, he's like founded the internet, essentially. Like, he was a co-founder of Netscape, which created what we know as the internet. So he got, like, a lot of money early on in life because he got, you know, huge valuations with Netscape. And then he turned that into, like, he started, um, you know, a VC fund uh, in, in Silicon Valley, and now he runs A16Z. Um, which is one of the largest hedge funds, you know, hedge VC funds in, in, in all of the United States. And he's, he's still based in the Bay Area. He's in, he's in Silicon Valley. But the, the reality is, is like he, he preaches that there, he, he's like LARPing on, oh, I'm Web3 and A16Z cares about decentralization and we're building the future. But the reality is like, just go look at their investments. Just go to A16, just type in A16Z crypto investments on, on Google. And you will be absolutely floored at how many things they own or have a majority stake in. And so that is why, like, this project is kind of like a mirror holding up a reflection to Mark Andreessen. We wanted to meme him and to bring awareness to this billionaire who uh, we think is, like, centralizing the space. And what better way to do that than with memes? Because honestly, like, billionaires and really rich people, like, feel like they're untouchable. But the one thing they can't control are communities. And how are communities formed? Uh, well, the number one way to form a community is, is through memes. And memes have power. Social media has power. Uh, uh, you know, and so it's kind of like leveraging and flexing all of these like social media algorithms and tools and memes 
and building the community because like communities may not be rich in dollars, but we're rich in time and we're rich in passion. And if we can come together and focus our energy, we can do really big things. So the point of having an NFT that is a reflection of Mark injuries then is so that we would cause enough noise and stink uh, in, a, in a positive way. I mean, nothing negative. Like no one's like attacking the guy. Um, you know, I'm all about like being positive and, and spreading good, good energy and, um, you know, building things, inspiring people. It's not about that. It's more of like, Hey, we're holding up a mirror to you and we're saying, we see what you're doing. We don't like it. And we think you can do better. Um, and so that's kind of, that, that's, that's the reason why we have uh, Mark, Mark is, you know, we use, we use him as the basis for crypto marks. Got it, bro. Did anybody ever throw one in one, in, in one of his wallets? That's the type of anarchy I stand for. I'm I'm shocked no one threw one in there, uh, like fucking. <laughs> hey, bro, here you go, Mark. Mark, meet Mark. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he probably dude. doesn't even participate in Web three, to be honest. Besides investing, I mean, I don't know. Bro, we, he's bro. pretty active on Twitter. He's actually blocked a few people that have crypto marks. He has not blocked me yet, but I know that he's seen them, so he knows that they exist. He, he knows uh, he knows that they're out there. Um, he's pretty active on Twitter. That's hilarious, bro. Uh, that's interesting. I'm going to follow that account just for the lulls. Um, I, well, bro, what do you do, man? What do you do when you've got that many million billions of dollars? Like, why? What do you do after that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you like start I, up I the internet? What he does. He, he's the largest. He's the he's the largest homeowner, or like the most. He owns the most dollar amount of real estate in Malibu. He bought one. He bought one like penthouse, like beach thing. And then he bought another, and then he bought another. Now he has like two hundred fifty million dollars worth across five uh, Malibu properties that he's recently bought just last year. You can Google that too. Jesus Christ, dude! I, I mean, I just I wouldn't know what to do, man. I, I mean, what would be the point of doing anything at that point? That's got to be wild, bro. Uh, I don't know, man. That's crazy, um, dude. Uh, I love that, man. I, I'm curious to know what. How did you get into Web three? What is your origin story, man? What, how did you find your way here? Uh, that's funny. I, I, I knew about blockchain technology, Ethereum and Bitcoin. I've got that story that everyone has. We're like, I had a friend who was mining Bitcoin on his laptop. Uh, he told me to do it and I looked into it and I was like, this seems sketchy. I'm not going to do that. I don't know what this is. And I didn't do it. And then, uh, once it became impossible to mine Bitcoin on a computer and then the, you know, the price wasn't really anything crazy, but you just like couldn't mine it on a computer anymore, like on your own laptop anymore. Uh, then it was Ethereum and the same thing. I saw it. He was like, dude, you need to get these, get these GPUs and set up. I mean, he was just talking all the language and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to like learn about it, but I'm not going to mess with it. And, uh, he, he's living a nice life in Hawaii now. He moved from Hawaii. They have a nice, uh, cushy life in Hawaii now. Thanks to, uh, all the effort he's put into doing the really long time i saw a bunch of like articles and news stuff popping up about um nft specifically in 2020 probably like the middle the middle to end of 2020 i started seeing stuff about it so i started researching it reading like you know just articles high level stuff and then i was on tiktok um, of all places shocker i know i was on tiktok probably around um june june or july july it was july because that's when the lonely aliens minted july of 2021 and I was on TikTok and I saw a TikTok about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like, I, I mean, I just, I just have to see what the, what's happening here. So I, I minted a few lonely aliens 
I visited a few lonely alien space clubs in July, and then I was super invested in that community. Uh, that was kind of like a slow rug, and recently has been taken back over by one of the community members. But um, yeah, that's how I got. That's how I. Wow, man, that's uh, that's that's fucking interesting. That's the clip right there, Eddie. Uh, make sure you clip that one. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, bro. I don't, man, that's wild, dude. Uh, how did how did you end up finding the phone, Jason? Oh. Man. I don't know if we lost them or. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I like that question, Brittany. Thank you. Um, that's a, I got to think. Let me see. I was drawn into the funk a few weeks before Not Larva Labs launched. So I was not actually an original mentor of funk. So I'm not technically an OG, but I've definitely earned my earned my spot as someone who's one of the, been one of the most active uh, people in the community and, and talking about it a lot and just learning about the history. But I, I found out about it a few weeks before Not Larva Labs launched because I started seeing some people posting on Twitter about funk. You know, they, they were like talking about this marketplace that was going to be building and you should really like pay attention to what's happening. Um, and so I was following it and then I saw, you know, and I got into the Discord and people are talking, yada, yada. But at the time, I didn't know how to buy one of these things. You have to remember, they were delisted from all, all marketplaces. And so... Um, I didn't know how to buy one. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait for the marketplace launch, marketplace launch. It originally launched with the cargo back end. And a week after it launched cargo, cargo announced that they were, like they basically were done. They were stopping, they were stopping their marketplace cargo, but the whole front end of the original not larva labs was built on the back end of cargo. So they were delisted. So then there was like a mad dev sprint. Anyway, I'm getting way too in the week. The, the point is, is like, as soon as I got in the community, I saw, uh, I've been in a lot of communities. I mean, I've been in Creeps, I've been in Lonely Aliens, I've been in a few others. And I was just shocked by the level of like maturity and also the level of skill of the people that were in the Discord and the funks. I was like, wait a second. I thought this was just some sort of derivative, like flip punk project. Like what, you know, what the heck is this? And um, I may, I'm in a bad service spot. I may rug again. So just cut me off if I start skipping. Um, and then I'll be in a good spot in like three minutes. Um, but I was like, what, what the heck is this? And so then I just started like engaging in our community. Like I engaged in all the communities. But what I saw is that like people were teaching me things that I never, didn't even know because the reality is people that minted funk, like OG funk, a lot of them are people that have been like OG crypto people, like people that like have been minting or like whales know a lot about the technology, like are well off, you know, they're doing their own thing full time, whatever it may be. But it was a lot of like what I would call not normies or like new people in the space. It was a lot of skilled and experienced people. And I realized that very quickly. And so that's what initially, that's what initially drew me in. Fuck yeah, dude. I, Eddie, I want you to be able to, uh, while he gets into three minutes, I don't, I don't know if you can do it in three minutes, but can you get us through this, this series, um, of funks like, uh, yeah, man. Like, how did it get from V one to V three? Can you can you hear Brittany talking at all? Lily? Yeah, she's in and out, but I I can kind of make it out. Okay. So the the funks, uh, so you have, I mean, you, you really have the V one, the V two, and now the V three. But um, 
but yeah, they're all very different as far as, I mean, they're all funks. Everyone's a funk, but they're all kind of different in, uh, and how they were presented and rolled out and, you know, the meanings behind them. But, uh, I mean, I, I can give you the, it. I mean, I can give you the, the genesis of it all I want. Fuck yeah. That's what I want. Please Origin do. story. Please Go do. for it. So you want to, so just to be clear, you want to know, um, what specifically you want to know, like why there are different versions of funks or yeah, like, yeah, how, so I'm like just, if how you could, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go. No, go ahead. Yeah, I want to know like the origin story of funks, and I want to know kind of like how it it, uh, it became V one, V two, V three. Were these uh, airdrops? Where they they have different meanings? He said. I'm curious to know about all that. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, uh, I, I can dive in there. Um, so. The V one were actually were, were the first drop, were the first funks that Zach Bond and the, and the crew other people were minting. There were only a thousand of those funks though, um, because those funks had there was a error in the contract, um, and so they basically created uh, a, a new a new contract completely. And so everything that you've seen at Funkism, funks and not Larva Labs, it's all built on V two funks. So I mean that is. It's very funny because it wasn't intentional, but it happened to be like there's a similar story to the punks, right? Like crypto punks, they're the V1 punks that had the error in the contract that allowed the person that bought, and it, you could buy a crypto punk, but then you could withdraw your punk from the crypto punk that you bought. So there was an error in the contract. That's why they launched the V2 crypto punks, um, which are what everyone knows as a crypto punk now. So the same thing happened with punks. And that was been built, uh, not all over the was built for those V2 punks there. You know the funky town and the discord that exists for v2 funks the v3 funks are interesting because those like just came up so outside of the regular like just funks um you know people have made a lot of different types of derivative projects off of punk um or flipped punks and and have maybe had different types of funk names but in terms of like the core group of people who who were part of the funks and the funk movement um there haven't been any other projects besides this kind of v3 funk movement where like several of the core members were involved in the in actual, uh, in actual project. So that's kind of this, uh, it all started back uh, one, um, you know, towards, towards the beginning of 2021 when, when, when the first funk minted and then not Larva Labs dropped, I believe in November, um, has done like 50 million plus volume on not Larva Labs. Because again, even when not Larva Labs is dropped, you couldn't trade funks on open it delisted from every platform. Uh, you know, they were de- funks have been delisted three times, and the last time that there was a DMCA file, the funks countered the DMCA and won, and OpenSea had to relist us, and then they verified us uh, on OpenSea. Um, so it was a huge battle and a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of passion. I mean, think about projects that get delisted today. You were just mentioning one. Once it's delisted, a project's dead. Like, think about that. But the fact is, Funks didn't die and built something awesome. And then they were delisted again and then had to fight another DMCA um, in order to finally get back into the OpenSea and everywhere else. So that's kind of the genesis of it all. The V3s, I see you pinned up a tweet. Eddie pinned up a tweet about what the V3s are all about. And there's a little bit of an origin story of like why those came about. Because, uh, yeah, and I'm happy to get into that as well. but basically we did something really good and really cool and now we're actually in the process 
a few people that are in the V3 community are building out a, a storefront kind of contract deployer that is going to allow, this is some alpha for anyone in the room, you will have to own a funk, uh, whether it's a V2 funk or a V3 funk, you have to own a funk in order to, um, in order to deploy a contract on the storefront. Anyone will be able to view the storefront, anyone will be able to buy. But the essential idea is we're creating an easy way for artists to, to launch one-of-one and one open-edition art where they can select between 30 and 100% of the mint proceeds to go directly to charity. And then there'll be a drop-down of like all of the approved charities. Co-founder, which is a huge... And so what we're doing that's different is that we're making it so you can just select the charity that you want. It'll know what their ETH address is that's verified to them, right? Um, and so then when that project mints, it'll mint on the storefront. And you, you can go and mint on Anyone can go and mint on the storefront. And then you know it'll have the stats. It'll say 100% of this is going to XYZ charity, right? So the idea is to be able to attract artists and creatives to make you well-known. Um, other up-and-coming artists to do something good and to like not just collect each for themselves, but to use their skills and to use their ability to create art and cool stuff people can collect while also supporting and representing um, like a list of 100-plus uh, philanthropic and nonprofit organizations around the world. So that's something that the V3 Funks are working on right now. So we would be, we would basically be able, like, so for instance, if I grabbed the Funk collection, threw it into like little AI generator, got some AI art out of it, threw it in there, I can start this project and and, and it would directly donate to an, an organization of, of the approved organization and I'd get all that, all the tools for free, like the contract deploying and the marketplace. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's going to be a storefront. There'll be a website you can visit. It is, you know, it's a storefront, not a marketplace, but uh, basically it'll show It'll show any of the art or collections that are still minting. It'll show like top collections. Um, it'll it'll have a nice little landing page where you can see what's happening and you can click into a different type of the art that you that you think is cool or you like. And once you click to that page, it'll give you the details. There'll be a mint button. It'll show you where the funds are going. It'll show you who the artist is. There can be a description of the art, et cetera. But yeah, that's going to be a hundred percent free tool. You just got to own one of the crypto funk tokens uh, in order to access it. But Again, Funks have always been building for free and for the betterment of Web3 in the true spirit of kind of what, what we think the space could be. Fuck yes, bro. I feel like Funks is like the, uh, the underbelly of, uh, of NFTs, bro. I feel like it's, uh, uh, the, it's, I feel like it's fucking, yeah, dude, punk rock, bro. That's what it fucking feels like. It feels uh, very underground, very fucking, very fight club. Uh, a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of skills getting together, um, fucking around, and like anarchy. And I fucking, I love that, man. I am yeah. sold on fucking funks, bro. Yeah, well, well, you know, it's like, it's the thing is, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people, you know, this is debatable. I mean, I think some people in funks, like, don't like punks or they don't like larva Latin, they definitely don't like yuga labs and like what's what they're doing in the space which is like you know that's a whole other topic and in, in debate but the reality is funks see themselves as the true punk like that is at a core when you ask like what's a funk the answer is a, a real punk because of all the things that we're doing and so i think that's a really interesting way to put it and if anyone asks you what a funk is a funk is a true punk god yeah uh yeah all right i got it i got it 
Uh, I fucking, yeah, man, I see it, dude. It's anti-establishment. It's like uh, absolutely fucking chaos. I love it, dude. Uh, we do whatever the fuck we want. It's Web3. Uh, I love it, man. That's fucking excellent. Uh, I want to look more into it. Like, I'm really, I'm smiling ear to ear right now. I'm like excited about this. Uh, beautiful, dude. Look, man, um, I could, I could talk your ear off fucking asking all kinds of crazy questions that I probably will, will definitely want to in the future. But, uh, Eddie Britt, do you have any, do you guys have anything else? No more questions. Wow. Well, oh, shit, I can keep going. I mean, uh, uh, we can go, bro. Um, well, I got one for you, bro. So, I actually, I do have three questions for you, man. And, and this one is... Uh, uh, Wait, you just said you have one question, and now you said you have three. You said, what is you this said, witchcraft? You said, you said no more, and, and like, of course, uh, my, my mind as a journalist is going to crack off. Um, that's going to lead to this and to that. Um, I was going to fucking... I wanted to play Are You a DJ, man, and kind of go through... Uh, uh th three questions with you, man, uh, that will tell us if you're a DJ or not. Send it. Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, tell us your best rug. Your, 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 tell us your, your, your worst rug story. Oh my gosh. My worst rug story. There are too many. I don't even know which one's Pick the one. worst Pick one. one. Pick um, one. I mean, there are too many. Uh, I'll pick one of the, I'll pick my first one. I'll pick my first rug that I was a part of. I paid 0 0.0 ETH for an 8-bit back when I was minting like Lonely Aliens. Like these little 8-bit things came up. I still had no idea what the frick I was doing. And some people in the Discord were like, oh, this is, you got to remember, like this is before I knew that there were like tons of projects minting, that there's all this stuff. Like, I just like, oh, the Lonely Aliens and like, oh, this person said there's this pro, I mean, I was super naive, which is like, like, oh, this person said this project's coming out and they're going to make this like eight bit world. And it's going to be like very like Nintendo style. And like, here's the eight bit. And then it's like, yeah, I meant this. And I'm like, okay, sure. I meant it. It was 0 0.08. I meant one. And literally there was never any communication whatsoever. As soon as the mint was open, that was the end of communication from the team behind it. It was just, and it was a rug from the get go. Um, and yeah, that, that one, that one was painful because I was like, in the discord and there were people still in there like oh this isn't a rug like this is normal they're just like taking a break and i was like what i was like what is happening am i like are you guys like on crack like i don't what what are you talking about like they're gone they, they just took the money i looked at the chain and they'd already taken the money off the contract and they weren't saying anything to anybody i'm like guys your money's gone you need to get out of here this is they they just screwed all of us they scammed us like move on Damn, bro, fucking, that's the worst one, dude, is uh, uh, when they keep a, a, a person in the background to be like, no, nah, man, everything's cool, just uh, just hang tight, and then they delete it. God damn it. Uh, that's the worst one. What's been your biggest win, bro? Oh, geez, biggest win. Um, Creeps is up there for sure. For sure. Uh, I, I used all of my, I only had like .3 ETH. Well, I say only. I mean, like, I'm. I Sorry, Jason, you were running right there. Can Can you repeat that again? The, uh, uh, from the creep part. Keep on Wi-Fi. And I'm, can you Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Uh, I was saying that. Yeah, creeps was probably one of my biggest wins for sure. Um, like the day that the day that public was able. 
able to. Well, actually, I didn't even on public. I was buying the tokens on because you know you had. To, I didn't even get a whitelist on that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the tokens, but people were selling them for the thing they were minting them for of like point zero eight or point zero seven. And so I used all of my liquidity at that time to buy. I think I five. I think I got five or six. I had to test them all. Um, I, I didn't sell my first one until three ETH. Uh, of the creeps and then i got armory and i kind of loaded up and i was doing really well and then i like doubled down when creeps were like three when it came back to three because they went up to six they came back to three i doubled down and then like yeah so it was like my best win and then like you know that's a classic case of like you know doubling down like i probably net still positive out of it all but that's one of my biggest wins and then yeah i don't know um outside of that that that, that, one, that one was a that one was a really good one Hell yeah, bro. All right, man. Fucking you've got uh you've got one ETH, bro. Just uh some you know, you're given one ETH. What do you do with that one ETH? <laughs> That's a really good question. I have one ETH. What do I do with the one ETH? Um, I guess I won't read too far into uh the nuances of that ETH. What would I do with the ETH? I would say um I would buy a funk for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, actually, it depends. So, I, I guess if you give me the one ETH right now in this market, it's actually really valuable to have that one ETH. Something that I would look to do. Um, uh, I guess it depends on your goals too. Sorry, this is a really hard question to ask me because there's like so much you could do with one ETH. Um, if you have one ETH right now, I wouldn't put it all in one project. Um, I would either I would do one of two things. I would either do something like find a project that has an NFTX vault, has a community that you like, that you rock with, that you think is gonna like survive the bear market and by the way if if they're still here now and there still is a community that exists uh now they've survived the bear market in my opinion so like anyone that's still being active engaging on twitter having these spaces like this like y'all made it we're like we're here like the bear market may continue but you guys aren't going anywhere because you are peak degen so i would find a market like let's say creeps let's say creeps out of vault right um and the floor well a creeps is a bad example because the floor price is a little high my point is i would find project uh, I would buy NFTs with part of the ETH and then I would find liquidity and stake those into the vault so that when the volume and activity starts coming back you're actually getting yield and reward on top of on top of your NFTs. That's one strategy. The second strategy I would do um is I would find at least you know I would find five projects probably um, to put 0.2 ETH in each, and those projects would have to have around a 0.05. Like right now in the bear market, they would need to have around a 0.05, uh, like a 0.01 to 0.05 floor. Um, and and I would I would just send it into that in, in my personal. That's kind of what I would do. And if you want to be really peak CGN, you could take the whole one ETH and you could sweep the negative four digit floors on ENS. So that's the that's the peak CGN move. Wow, that's a peak DJN move. Goddamn certified fucking DJN, if you ask me. Uh, fuck yeah, and you you were you were already there at the beginning, man. Early enough to get the rug, do all that. Uh, but the fact that you're like, yes, of course, I'm getting I'm getting negative numbers, dog. Uh, that's where I'm putting my money in negative numbers. 
<laughs> That's where I put my money on, dog. I believe negative numbers are next. Uh, it's like a fucking junkie at a racetrack, dog. You are... <laughs> You're 100% a fucking DJ. Hey, man, Jason, dude, this has been fucking awesome, bro. Uh, really, man, you've been an absolute pleasure, a fucking great interview. Uh, I appreciate you so much, man, for coming on here. Yeah, love it. Um, Laura, Brittany, Eddie, really appreciate the energy, the vibes, the flow. I, I, I sense, the, sense the desire to just do good things and cool things in the space. I would love to come back anytime. I'm definitely going to make sure I'm connected to you guys. Following you on the Twitter, I encourage anyone that's in this room, if you aren't following, get to chat, a chat at, as I like to say, give them a follow. It's free. That album stuff in the space. We got to take away some of this energy and breath and oxygen that these uh, quote unquote influencers have. Um, except me, but I see myself as an influencer. But there's just been like real education, some real lackluster, very flat, not deep people that somehow have a large following and consistently lead people off of clips. We need to do the opposite of that. You know how you do that? You support and you like and you retweet and you show up to the spaces and things that the people like the lovely people on the stage here are creating and doing. We will flip the script on the NFT game. That's all I got. Let's fucking go, Eddie Britt. Anything that you want to add or take us out on? No, I just I need to know how many funks you own, Jason. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and how, did you choose the hat because Chopper had the hat, or like why is that that hat so like? No, I didn't. Funk. I didn't choose. I didn't choose the hat. The hat chose me. Woo! This is, this is the first. This is the first funk that I ever that I that I ever bought. Um, I bought the cowboy hat. Was my first funk. I, and to answer your question, um, I have, I don't know, we'll just say 10 or, or so, give or take. I have some in the vault as well, take for LP. Fuck. Yeah, I, I wish we could get more into what the vault is so we could educate some people on, uh, on those Let's use cases and stuff. Let's do it. But I, mean, I guess we'll say that. Jason, if you got time, we can talk I, about I have the vault. To, I have to run, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, have to, I have to hop off. But yeah, I guess I, I, my last kind of thing is like, if you guys are interested in the vault, or uh, some of the things I mentioned on Spaces, they all they are all recorded. You can actually go to my profile and just search Vault or NFTX. You'll see the Spaces pop up. It's a really recent one I did. Also, if you're interested in crypto marks or being part of that community um, or supporting me in any way or wanting to see more about the stuff we're doing, I also have that in my bio, the crypto marks account there. You can uh, check that out. Feel free to DM me. My DMs are open. Uh, Twitter is the only place that I try to respond to everybody. All the other platforms I gave up on a long time ago because it's just impossible. Um, and Twitter has the realest people in the all of the land. So I appreciate and respect everyone here. Here, feel free to DM me if you got any questions, concerns. If you want to come and pitch your project on Mark Tank, hit me up. We do those every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. It's always a good time. Um, so yeah, just if you want to get involved with anything I'm up to or see more of the stuff that I'm doing, feel free to. Yeah, it's all in my bio. Would appreciate the support. Yada yada. Yeedy yeedy. Rug, 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 wag me, GM, GM. Bye-bye. Let's fucking go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another great fucking episode. Uh, make, free, make sure you check all that out. What's up, Eddie? What do you got? 
Um, I think you have to give away some coffee. Bro. Oh shit, you're right. Oh shit, what am I doing, Eddie? For the save, Eddie fucking rules. All right, we man. Let, we'll let Jason go though, because uh, I know he's about to bounce. But uh, you know, drive safe, my guy. Yeah, bro. DJ Coffee, bro. We're about to give that away right now. If you have not, yeah. uh, if you have not uh, put down a comment uh, in this space, uh, let's fucking let's bring. Uh, I'm gonna invite Gutter Gutter to speak if he's available. Uh, while we do this giveaway here, man, uh, he's going to be on the late night show with, uh, with juice tonight as well. Uh, I believe they'll be giving one away there. Um, I'm trying to bring him up. I thought it'd be cool to have him up here when we do the last giveaway, but if you could comment on the space, um, share it, retweet it, uh, like it. I'm kind of going from there. How do you think, uh, what, what do you think? What, what should we do to choose the winner here? Eddie Brett. Bro, I'm a, I'm a, any, mini mining mo. Type of guy. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no. Brit. We're just gonna do it the old way. All right. Oh, I got I got DJ and coffee coming up. Maybe he has a suggestion. Fuck yeah. I like the idea of looking at the comments. I think this way that we do it this time is we look at the comments, we look at the likes, we see who's there. And like the first check the one. vibe of it. Check the vibe of their Twitter, the, you know? Like yeah. you know. Big bad DJ and coffee. How the fuck are you, homie? Yo, what's good? Hello, DJ and coffee. How y'all doing tonight? Bro, doing excellent, man. I got to fucking tell you, homie. Uh, I got that package uh, in the middle of the day. I fucking, I'm still smiling ear to ear uh, on it, man. I fucking meant every word that I said, dude. This was a wonderful use of your IP. Uh, the packaging is absolutely fucking immaculate. Um, I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. I can't imagine anybody going into a store and seeing that and not being like at least a little bit interested. I, the, the comic, the comic portion of it is kind of like something that would make you want to pick up the bag and be like, wait, what does this say? What is this about? And, uh, I just thought it was brilliant, brilliant use. The packaging is so fucking beautiful. I'm going to have a hard time opening it up. My wife said, just open it, just open it, and then replace it with regular beans. And I'm like, uh, maybe that might be an idea. Um, but look, I'm checking one out now, man. I'm fucking, I'm so, fu I want to keep them for the studio. Like, the, I bro, need that's a great idea. That's a great idea. She's so smart, bro. I'm going to, I ordered two, and now I know that I need to replace the beans in that. That's, that's what I got to do. She's smart, right? That makes so much sense. Um, but I definitely like. Also, that smells so. It smells so delicious, bro. Like I would be happy if my office uh, smelled like that. But um, beautiful, man. You got uh, a, a moonbird. You got a creep. You got a gutter cat. Uh, it's just beautiful, bro. It's just the packaging all the way down to the fucking box, man. You guys, you guys did this up. It says buy high, sell low. It's in clouds. Um, I'm proud of you guys, man. This is a wonderful, wonderful product. Yeah, thank you for that. Really appreciate all the all the hype that you've been been given towards it, and uh, all the comments. Um, actually, you kind of hit the nail on the head there about walking into a store. Um, this is kind of a, a little passive goal of ours to onboard people into Web three through like Whole Foods or specialty grocers that we we uh, can find placement at because. 
yeah, just like you said, there's a little comic on it. We got the super bold cartoon with all the colors and everything. I felt like it would be difficult for somebody to to not pick it up and give it a read. I mean, it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant, dude. Um, I love it, man. Uh, I love it, dude. Uh, let's fucking go, man. Let's uh, let's do this giveaway here. All right. We got 14 comments. We're already eliminating Brittany because she already won. We'll leave Eddie in because he hasn't won. Uh, let me see here. Nah. Sacrificing. Oh. Man. Just sacrificing. I know I know who I'm I I know who I'm giving away. Is he fucking here? All right. Yes, he is. Uh I'm fucking I know exactly who I'm giving it to and I have a fucking reason why. I'm giving it to Light Night Late Night Crew Dave. Um I'm giving this one away directly to uh to to late night baby uh number one he's been at fucking day one with me forever he's never asked for anything he's given tons um and uh fucking and this dude was so kind bro and he sent me a bunch of board breakfast uh he got me into it and uh i just fucking that was an act of kindness that he never had to do um so i'm definitely fucking i'm giving it to late night bro because he's a homie he shows up every single time and uh i just appreciate him bro i'm gonna see if he if he can speak i don't know if he's fucking working or what but uh I'm yeah, bro, up to speak. i like i like the vibe of his twitter we can improve that one right there i like i like that yeah, bro. Late, late night never wants to come up when you need him up here, though. He just wants to, yeah, he's saying all the emojis. Yeah. Love, love. Um, but, dude. Go ahead, Britt. Sorry. Or not. Or not. It's cool. You don't have to. You're pretty shy today. Uh, that's what's up. That's a first. I've never known her to be shy or timid or meek. Like, those are not words that I would use to describe Brit. Uh, but today, today, bro, you've was- been talking over her the entire space. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear her louder for the people I in know, the back. I will, uh, I will translate for both of y'all. So, uh, what would you like to say to her? Though, I can tell her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just saying, uh, she's, she's, uh, I was just saying that she's awfully quiet today. Um, she's being very shy today and I, I just have not ever known her to be a shy person. That's just not, that's just, I, when, when you, when I hear Brittany's name, I don't think, Oh, you mean that shy girl that just sits there quietly and doesn't ever say anything. That's not the it's thought okay. that comes I, to my I mind. Booted her, man. I had to get her out of there. Cause, uh, <laughs> we don't, we don't play around with the shyness up here. We're uh, we're DJing and we're we're talking. So goddamn right. I knew I was. I knew I had to be mistaken. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> well, fuck. All right, we, we, let's put that outro music on. This is a great. This is a great time. Um, drugs, drugs, and more drugs. And uh, come back. We're here Monday through Friday, six p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time And that's 9pm Eastern Standard Time Ladies and gentlemen fucking <laughs> Thank you for a wonderful night man um, Bro uh, Get an ad token man And I'll make a funny ad for you I'm happy to fucking promote your business uh, uh, Do something like that Insult one of your friends You can have me say something crazy um, But make sure you pick one of those up Ladies and gentlemen uh, The only way we're going to succeed is together bro And that's why it's not about one of us It's about all of us Peace